Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. There's nothing better than a barbecue, but you've got to do it right. Firebrand Barbecue does just that. They are the Hall of Famers, the immortals of the barbecue, either in-store at Arndell Park or online at firebrandbarbecue.com.au. A family business, Aussie-owned and operated, it's the barbecue mecca for one reason. They are the best. It's more than just the meat. It's what you're cooking it on. It's what you're cooking it with. And they've got all the answers and all the items to improve your barbecue game. In store, we're dealing with over 550 square metres of barbecue heaven. There's a massive range of barbecues, smokers, rotisseries and fire pits. There's a deli, a cafe, Australia's widest range of barbecue pantry products and, of course, all their fuel products too. They're open six days a week for all the info you need to lift your barbecue game. Go to firebrandbarbecue.com.au. That's firebrandbarbecue.com.au or call 1-800-FIRE-UP. This is another Firebrand weekend session. There's nothing better than a barbecue, a couple of coldies and some good company. So with that in mind, we've found a fellow that... Ticks all three boxes, 20 maroon jerseys, 15 green and gold, a foundation Brisbane Bronco, and a guy who quite honestly terrorised opponents between 1980 and 1992. Gene Miles, how are you? Really good, thanks, Andy. Love that. Sounds simple. Let's pick eight people to have to an, an afternoon. Uh, it can be any person, dead or alive, any era, any country, any profession. Who do you select and why? But first, Gino, are you any good... On a barbecue, yeah, I probably yeah I, I rate myself. Yeah, um, good. You know, good. I, I get some people over occasionally, and um, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I do. I put the put the kit on and uh, make out that I know what I'm doing, and and if they have any complaints, I just tell them about it anyway. So yeah, exactly. What's your go-to on the barbecue, mate? Are you a steak and sausages yep. type, or yeah, a little but, more experimental? Nah, mate, mate, very basic. Yep. You know, beautiful rib fillety steak, oh. and uh, you know. Cut its horns, wipe its backside. A lot, lot of people like it rare. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, there are a few fussy people, but mate, if they don't like it, they can just pick pick their gear up and go. Yeah, that's right. Know? They can go to another barbecue. Now, are you a plain steak and sausages type of guy, or do you like the extra flavour with the herbs and the seasoning, or some marinade, or just throw it on barbecue sauce, mate? Just uh, cook it on the barbie. Toss it in the middle, go for your life, eat as much as you possibly can because there's plenty there. There always is plenty there, let me tell you. And the people that I've got coming around, I love a feed as well. Okay. Um, hey, people, anyone yeah. who we got at the table and why? Um, I'll start off with a couple of people that are, are no longer with us, unfortunately, but uh, very good friends of mine and uh, have been there right from the start of my footy career. And I refer to uh, the great Dick Tosser-Turner, who was a the team manager way back in um, 1982 when I made my debut. Uh, he was uh, president of the Redcliffe Footy Club uh, and uh, was a manager uh, for all occasions and did a fantastic job and he was more of a friend than a manager uh, to me. Yep. And, of course, his great friend and dear friend and uh, former coach of uh, Origin way back in the, the 80s and uh, late early 80s and, and he came back in coaching late 80s as well, well as uh, the great Arthur Beeson, the late Arthur yeah. Beeson. 
who uh, you know he was just an icon of the icon of the game and uh, just a, a tremendous bloke and he he would definitely take up a seat at my place and uh, hence the uh, quantity of food that I just referred to previously. <laughs> Artie would have had an appetite, wouldn't he? He would have. He's very good, very good, very good at a lot of things. But uh, the buffet at the hotels in when we we're in camp is <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And the next guy uh, no, needs no introduction. Actually, a lot of these guys need no introductions. Uh, uh, Mel Meninga, of course. Yep. Mel, Mel's um, been a great friend of mine for a long period of time, played with and against him. And uh, he was always – every time I was in camp in, during the origin, he was there as well. So, And, of course, the king. The was king, it more fun playing – Yes. With Melvin, I know where you're him. going with yeah. this. Yes, of course. That, that, there's only one answer to that question, yeah. Andy. Uh, yes, uh, rather be beside him than against him. But uh, you know, we, we had a lot of respect for each other as yeah. well. You know, we we played against each other in the in the local Brisbane comp for a number of years yeah. before we went down to Melbourne uh, to Canberra. Sorry, and uh, you know, we reunited again when he was coaching the uh, the State of Origin team for the decade, Ab- decade of dominance. Of course, absolutely. And if then, of course, we'd uh, the king. There wouldn't be a barbecue without the king. Yep. Uh, he, he played a big, huge role uh, in, in every game that I played in state of origin and club level, for that matter. And any representative football team that I played in, he, he was always inside me. So yeah. he'd have to be there. And, and my still little... mates with the king all these years later. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we had we had our issues, mate. We'd um, you know just nineteen ninety digressing for a tad. Yeah, nineteen ninety, Wayne. <laughs> Was getting rid of Wally as ca- ca- captain of the Brisbane Broncos. Yep. Um, that was our third year in the comp in the New South Wales Rugby League comp back in those days. And Wayne wanted to make a change, and the change was, uh, you know, that was a huge, huge decision by Wayne to to obviously uh, yeah unload the king without the, with the captaincy. So. Wayne did a bit of a survey. He asked Greg Dowling to take take up the gig. Greg knocked him back, and he came to me and he said, "Will you take it?" And I and I, was, I you know, Wally and I, uh, the greatest greatest of mates back in those days. And uh, you know, I, I think you could never ever get too close to Wally. And I think yep. I probably got as close as you possibly ever could. And I so, and I thought, oh well, oh mate, won't mind if I take the captaincy off him. Um, you Head know, of the, the devil, you know. Yes, yeah. and you know, like uh, Alfie Langer and Kevy Walters and those guys were, you know, a lot younger than us. Mm. And I'm thinking, you know, he wouldn't have a lot of respect for them if yeah. he, they, they were given the, the role. So, unbeknownst to me, I, I said to Wayne, "Well, you know, if it's going to if it's going to benefit the team, yeah, I'll, I'll take it." You yeah. know, holy shit! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. Like I. I went to him and I said, listen, um, Wayne's offered me the captaincy. And he said, oh, yeah, so you're taking it? And I said, well, yeah, I think I should. You know, he's, he's either he's going to give it to Alf or Kevy. Yeah. He's going to take it off you. That, that's that's our issue. And he said, well, if you think you want to take it, take it. So that's where uh, that's where the issue started. And, um, you know, it was, it was a terrible year, 1990. Like, we – the Broncos played their best ever football. Wally was out injured quite yep. a bit anyway. Um, but uh, you know, young guys, you know, Willie Kahn, Michael Hancock, Paul Hoff, uh, mm. Andrew G. Those guys were all coming through at the time. So, you know, we went on a record run. You know, and, and I was at the helm. Firebrand Barbecue does it better than anyone else. Why? Because they're the immortals of the barbecue. 
online at firebrandbarbecue.com.au or in store at Arndell Park where we're dealing with, now get this, over 550 square metres of barbecue heaven. There's a massive range of barbecues, smokers, rotisseries and fire pits. There's a cafe, a deli, the country's widest range of barbecue pantry items and, of course, their fuel products as well. Saturday is market day with 20% off all fuel products. It's the day to visit. Lift your barbecue game and check out firebrandbarbecue.com.au or call 1-800-FIRE-UP and let them know we sent you. You'll be sizzling soon. It was different not having him there a lot of the times yeah. because, uh, you know, I always I always loved playing with him, obviously, but, um, you know, just the, the training sessions. And back in the day, we weren't totally professional, so we had to go in before work and, and do some weights and then put your tie on and, and go to work. Wow. And, uh, and they were very, very uncomfortable times, you know, because we, we basically got in there at the same time in the gymnasium and had to do, yep. you know, 45 minutes of weights and... You know, it was just uncomfortable. You know, he he didn't want to talk to me, and I was I was more open to talk to him. But he was filthy, absolutely filthy, mm. and was for a long, long period of time. Hence, him going down to the Seagulls the following year. You know, um, and uh, but time heals all all wounds, yeah. apparently. And uh, we, apparently, we, <laughs> we get we get on famously again. And uh, you know. He comes in here on a daily basis on his way up to the hill and uh, has a coffee with me, you know. And I've always got a shitload of stuff for him to sign, of course. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, he, he's still uh, he's still loved out there regardless he's of, still you the know, king. yeah, what's happened over the last couple of years. But he's still, he still, um, still needs organising, you know. If, if you need him for something, you've got to email him, text, <laughs> fax. Uh, How true. Go and pick him up. How true. <laughs> yeah. However, you know, he's... He, he, we're back to where we were. Oh, you good. Know, it was it was a shame. It was a terrible time. You know, it was just very uncomfortable. You know, yeah, I, I bet. I don't like hassles in my life anyway, and he's the same way. So anyway, he he, he he's there. Yep. And uh, our little little halfback Elf. Uh, yep. He's always there. He's been a great mate of mine for ever since he came into the Origin series. And um, so we, we found our troublemaker. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, we worked together too at Powers, uh, for, you know, the, the early stages of Power Brewing. Yep. And that was, that was fun times too. He just, he's a character and always will be and still is, my mind you. Yes. And uh, and then we got the axe, Gilly. Gilly would have yeah. to be there uh, simply because he's, uh, he's Gilly. He gets on with everybody, Lo- lovely guy. Bobby Linder, very similar to Gilly, you know, one of the greats. And we don't hear much of Bobby these days. He's... Uh, uh, He's still an optometrist and uh, doing his bit, and he contacts me every every now and then, and because uh, he's on the um, judiciary now for yeah. the um, to the uh, NRL, so uh, we do hear from Bobby occasionally. And Big GD, GD's up there um, with Clive Palmer now up in North Queensland, yeah. and um, been up there for some time. He's got his own little uh, chicken chicken business, and uh, also working with Big Clive, and loves a feed, loves a chat, and loves a big cigar, GD. So that that'd be my crew, mate. So. Um, you know, you wouldn't want to try and fit them into a salary cap. No, you no. wouldn't. Now, this is also pretty similar back to the early days of Origin, where you'd uh, you go up to Toss's room, which was the the party room, ba- or the drinking room, mm. and uh, and enjoy a couple, and and that was basically the crew back then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like when we were in camp, we used to have, you know have, have the breakfast downstairs at the buffet. Arthur leading the way there, obviously, and uh, and then 
that that would continue on. And you know, Toss's room was the the room that you just mm. go in there and jump on his because he'd have the biggest room there because he's, he was manager, of course. And yep. and we all just congregated there and just mm. talked about different things before we have to go and get dressed for uh, for uh, training, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just th- things about everyday life or, uh, you know, players that are playing okay or, you know, keep your eye out for this guy. But anything that, that come up for a discuss- dis- discussion, we, we, we always just gathered there. And, uh, you know, I think that's, uh, that, that's what really started – well, not started, it, it just continued over the years. And yep. Arthur was very, you know, he had a room to himself. He had a Taj Mahal room to himself <laughs> as well. But he always spent his time in Tossa's room, so we, mm. we sort of congregated there. And, and Tossa was a lolly man too, so uh, he Tossa never drank. Tossa was uh, a non-drinker his wow. whole life, yeah. But, uh, you know, he loved his boys and he loved Queensland and, and, and all of these guys that, that are there, you know, um, obviously played a lot of state of origin football and knows what... But uh, they, they all know what uh, state of origin footy means to uh, Queenslanders. The one thing I do love about Dick Tosser Turner and the and the story is the fact that history remembers him fondly. And I don't know, as a game out of Sydney and as an organisation, I don't know if our history is as precious and as looked after as as perhaps it should be. But the legacy of Dick Tosser Turner is very much public and and. Adored. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And f- from day dot, when he first got involved at the State of Origin side, uh, Senator Ron McCauliffe was the, um, the the main man at the mm. Queensland Rugby League back in the days, and, and Tossa was his go-to person. So, uh, you know, if there was any trouble whatsoever or anything, uh, McCauliffe would ring Toss and Toss would... Mm. Toss would just make this decision and get it done, regardless of what it was. And um, like one, one thing that comes to mind was... Yeah, you know, we, we were crazy, mate. Some of the some of the shit we used to do during State of Origin camps, people would, you know, just shake their heads. Yeah. You know, no, no, nothing illegal or anything like that. Or Wally's bus driving was obviously <laughs> very illegal. However, Wally came up with a suggestion in in one of the camps back in the um, the mid eighties, and he said, "Hey, toss." This is the night before the game. We used to play on Tuesday nights back yeah. in the day. So this would have been a Monday Monday night. We had nothing to do. We are just sitting around. And Wally said, let's go go-kart dri- uh, riding, driving. And Toss said, oh, yeah, okay, well, where's that? And it used to be Wanless out at uh, Rockley out there. Yeah. So anyway, so Toss jumps on the phone, speaks to uh, Mr Wanless and said, uh, I've got the origin side, uh, wanting to come out and um, just spend some time. Mm. Uh, they, they said, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll shut the joint down for uh, the public. And um, anyway, we got in the minibus. That was an, an adventure as well. Every time you got in the minibus, Arthur wouldn't drive in the minibus with, with Wally a lot of the time. He said, no, no. He said, I'll take the car out there. Wow. Because he, he's crazy. He, yeah. he was mad, MAD. Anyway, we, we, we went out to um, Wanless's uh, go-karts. And, mate, they were, they were go-karts. There was no rules back in those. No seat belts. You know, you just jump in, go flat chat, hit as hard as you could. Yeah, hit as yeah. hard as you could. Try and roll. You know, do what. This is a night before a state of origin game, and you know, like it would have cost Toss a couple of k back in those days, which was a lot of money. However, you know, he'd never ever go to the Queensland Rugby League and say, "Listen, uh, I'm taking the boys to the go karts. Um, we're, we're just doing this on our own bat. No one needs to know." Wow. Yeah, and he'd, he'd just pay for it out of his own pocket. So you know, wow. that's what he thought about his boys. You know, if this, if this. Uh, effort of going out to Wanderers was, was going to benefit the team. Let's do it, you know. So, and that's why he's so loved. You know. he, he was as mad as Wally Tosser. He, he encouraged Wally to do what he 
as he's driving. Come on, Walt, give us one of your best driving us out there. And sure enough, Walt would find the steepest hill in Brisbane and just do his stuff, mate. Yeah, it's crazy. Exactly right. Uh, okay, we've got Gene Miles with us on the podcast and his guests. At uh, this weekend session, Dick Tosser-Turner, Arthur Beetson, Wally Lewis, Alan Langer, Bobby Lidner, Trevor Gilmeister, Mal Meninga, and the dishhead, the great Greg Dowling. So good company sorted, uh, courtesy of Firebrand Barbecue, a good cooker and product sorted. What's the beer of choice for the afternoon? Has to be Forex. Has to be Forex, I figured that. It'll be a good Arvo. Thanks for being a good sport, Gino. Appreciate your time. Pleasure, mate. So there it is, another Firebrand Barbecue weekend session with the great Gene Miles. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Before you go, if you'd like to do a mate a solid, we'd really appreciate if you gave us a rating and review on whichever app you're currently listening on. Dish us up the five-star treatment. We'd really appreciate it as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.